Okay, so welcome to another episode of The Shredder Show, and today I'm going to go through with you creatine myths. Now, creatine, I've gone through previously on the podcast once before, I believe around episode number 35, and that's more going through the science of creatine, what it is and how exactly it works. Now, if we go into what creatine is and what it does, creatine is the most scientifically uh, researched supplement that actually works in terms of aiding performance. So with creatine, what we really want to think about is what is the goal we're looking to do with our training? How can creatine really aid us? But first, if we look at what creatine does, creatine increases uh, stored ATP within muscle cells. And ATP is basically the form of energy that our body uses internally to basically, as like a currency exchange. So it's basically almost like I'd compare um, ATP almost as like money in conventional society in terms of what people exchange for goods. Essentially, ATP is what like our metabolic processes exchange in terms of energy. That's how you want to think about ATP. Now, what creatine does, it allows our body to store more ATP within muscle cells and uh, allows to, that to improve performance, improve strength, improve power, and improve endurance. So it is a supplement we definitely want to be using, and it can make a big difference in terms of performance and also results. So one of the big things we see is there's a lot of misconceptions, as there always are, with supplements in regards to creatine usage, with a lot of myths and a lot of bullshit out there. So firstly, disregard what supplement companies tell you. So the supplement cartel, we're going to push certain things on you, which I'm going to go through shortly afterwards in the podcast. And um, I would also completely discard the day- mainstream media, things like the Daily Mail and places like that, because they're going to sensationalize headlines um, saying that people are dying of taking creatine or whatever. It's like people die because they drink too much water. Like you actually would. So like completely ignore that nonsense. Now, When it comes into some of the common myths with creatine, I'm going to go through some of these now. So firstly, we've got it causes kidney damage, hair loss, water retention. It's illegal about loading creatine, how much creatine you should take and when. So we're going to go through each one of these one by one and then give you a concise plan of how much creatine you should use, what time and when and when best within your training regime. So firstly, when it comes to creatine, does it cause kidney damage? There is no scientific research to show that creatine causes kidney damage. I repeat, there is no scientific research to confirm that. Now, what does happen if you have got severely damaged kidneys, you probably shouldn't take creatine because uh, what creatine does, it increase your CK levels, which will cut you up on a blood test, which is something you want to try and keep down low. So um, the CK levels are going to have a negative impact on kidney health if they're super high and also if you've got um, poorly functioning kidneys. So if you have an existing condition with poor kidney health, then maybe creatine is not about uh, the best thing for you to be taking. If you have no kidney issues at all, this is not something you need to be concerned of. Secondly, hair loss. So I don't know why the stigma regards to creatine hair loss even came about. So um, with that, the factor of hair loss is down to DHT and your hormones. Um, Creatine does not affect DHT and hair loss is predominantly down to your genetics. Like if your father has a full head of hair like mine does, you can't say you're not going to be bald. I'm very fortunate in that respect that I can have long glowing locks into my 30s, 40s, 50s and on. Uh, my goal is to live to 120. So hopefully by then I still also have long blonde locks by then. Um, but if you have thinning hair, that's not going to be because of creatine use. That's going to be because of your uh, probably DHT being off, uh, general hormones being off, and then also genetics, not creatine usage. So don't go looking around looking for that. Next subject we're going to talk about in regards to creatine would be water retention. So when we're talking about creatine and water retention, I'm going to break this down into two things. Number one, creatine does cause water retention. That is correct. That is a myth that's correct, technically. 
And I say technically for this very one simple reason, that creatine increases intracellular hydration. Now, what is intracellular hydration? Uh, creatine increases intracellular hydration by putting more water into the muscle cells, which aids in performance and makes the muscles fuller and harder. So if your muscles are more hydrated, your muscles are fuller and harder, guess what happens? Those muscles push harder against the skin. It actually makes you look leaner. Creatine doesn't cause the water retention that people assume it does in terms of increasing subcutaneous water retention, which subcutaneous water retention is where you have the layer of fat between your skin and your muscle is retaining water. So that's how you like, if you have very lean abs and you get a lot of water retention because you've been eating junk food, that will blur out your abs. That would be subcutaneous water retention. Creatine does not cause this. Creatine increases hydration within muscle cells, which aids performance, uh, reduces risk of injury, and is very, very beneficial from a muscle building standpoint. So one of actually the main reasons people tend to get muscle tears, actually funny enough, is actually dehydration. So if you're taking a supplement which increases hydration within a muscle cell, it makes sense that's obviously going to reduce risk of injury. And I would also say that's why there is some benefit in terms of, which we can come on to in a minute, in terms of um, stacking creatine with like electrolytes, because it almost has like a synergistic effect in terms of increasing intracellular hydration, which again, can improve performance. So you get more jacked to build more muscle. So that's the water retention myth kicked off. Next up, we're going to talk about is creatine illegal? Now, th this is a, a crazy one that I sometimes get asked quite a lot. I don't really understand why. Creatine is not banned in any specific sport in the world. Now, if we look at what creatine actually is, creatine is a substance that naturally occurs in red meat and a lot of other animal products. Now, the problem is for you to get enough creatine, you'd have to eat an obscene amount of red meat for, to actually aid in terms of performance, um, which is why we recommend you supplement with it. So in that respect, um, creatine is a natural product. Therefore, it's not going to be illegal. You're not going to get banned from playing sports for taking creatine. So do not worry about that. Get that completely out of your head. So another fitness myth gone, uh, creatine myth gone. It's illegal. Next one up, loading creatine. Now, this used to be a, a bro science thing you used to hear back in the day. And it would also say, this is, reminds me, for anyone who ever tried this bullshit, I'm a, I was a massive uh, Jay Cutler fan back in the day and still am. He's a lyrical G. Uh, he's probably the, the like blonde, white bodybuilder. And I've got a similar haircut to him in some respects. So I, I like him. I've got a huge, huge amount of admiration for him. Very successful outside of bodybuilding as well. Um, but he used to be sponsored by a company called Muscle Tech, who produced a creatine product called Cell Tech. Branding and marketing was fucking insane. However, the product was actually dog shit in the fact that it was loaded with uh, sugars and carbohydrates, which you were supposed to take into a workout, but most people don't know that. So um, in terms of when it comes to using creatine, you don't want to be like using products like CellTech. You want to be using products that are standalone. So you literally just take creatine on hydro on its own. I personally use the Muscle Nation creatine, which is the highest quality. Use code Charlie will also give you 10% off uh, if you check that out. Um, but when we come to actually talking about creatine and loading creatine, in my honest opinion, there is absolutely no need for you to load creatine. What you want to be doing in terms of using creatine, I would recommend that you take five grams of creatine and you take that every single day. Because one of the benefits of creatine is actually aids in terms of brain function, cognitive function, and the way you think and feel. So if you take that every single day, that's going to aid in terms of mental performance, which is going to make you better at everything else in terms of kicking ass in life. So that is a big thing to really hammer home on. And uh, in regards to the rest of the times of taking it, if you're taking five grams every single day, I'd recommend you take it around your workout. So take five grams of creatine, um, ideally in my intra-workout drink. So the CJ Coaching super anabolic drink that I recommend everyone uses when training 
is like one to 1.5 liters of cold water, uh, five grams creatine, 20 grams of essential amino acids because the essential amino acids will stimulate what's called muscle protein synthesis. And you need a minimum of 20 grams of that. Muscle protein synthesis is the process of actually your body building muscle and, and stimulating that uh, signal. Uh, in addition to that, you want to have 20 grams of glutamine, which is amazing for gut health and also your nervous system. Uh, and in addition to that, I would also have 25 grams of cyclic dextrin carbohydrates, more if you're a bigger guy and you're bulking, maybe less if you're a woman, but I generally tend to have 25 grams every single session. Um, if you don't use an intra workout drink, you can use creatine pre and post workout, but generally around the workout is going to be the best time you can take it. And that's pretty much creatine 101 in a very short, uh, direct approach that you can use. So I hope this was very helpful. Just trying to give you specific knowledge to the point in terms of helping you with this supplement that gets a huge amount of confusion. I get questions every single day. And quite frankly, I get sick of answering them. So if you have a friend who asks you a lot of questions about creatine or believes bullshit creatine myths, like causes kidney damage, hair loss, water retention, it's illegal. My mum says I can't take it. Whatever it is, send them a link to this podcast and say, listen up, Charlie will tell you the truth of it. Make sure if you enjoy this podcast episode, you leave a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, you subscribe to the Shredder Shredder Show on the podcast app. And if you need help with your own fitness and coaching journey, then feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok. Ping me over a message, save this into creating an episode. We'd love to have a chat and we can help you build your best body ever this summer.